Tell me you see all three, though. All three. Okay, cool, because sometimes I forget to turn it on. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Welcome to another episode of We Have AA Problem. <laughs> I'm joined here today with... No. Bye. <laughs> Wait. We're going to restart. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of We Have a Problem. I'm joined here today by one of my BFFs, our producer, <laughs> Ernesto. How's it going? I know it's, it's, this is different. Uh, it's weird because like I have my own show that like I'm doing this, but then I'm on your show. Normally I'm on that side, so this does feel weird. Yeah. yeah. What, what's your show? Go ahead and play. Oh yeah. So if you guys want to listen to it, just two idiots <laughs> rambling on about like current events or just our own personal lives follow us at what a bunch of idiots uh we're on spotify and apple podcasts and that's also the instagram name so definitely check us out um because we're i mean we're just a bunch of idiots you know so <laughs> eating chicken fingers <laughs> oh yeah that's true we did an episode where we ate uh chicken tenders with really really hot sauce and um i still have nightmares about that so yeah. yeah, how was that last one? You guys sounded like you were dying. Oh, dude, that one? Okay, so it's like the last dab. And y at first, you're like, oh, this isn't bad. You're like, what the hell? And then it just comes out of nowhere. You know, it's it's kind of like herpes. You know, like, <laughs> you're like, whoa. You know? <laughs> not that I have yeah, it. it. Not, that, not, not, not that I have it, you know? Um, but no, it was really spicy. I still have it in my fridge. I haven't touched it. Um, I want to touch it again because I'm like... So it might be really good on something, you know, but I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta like mix it in with something else to yeah. like, take down the heat. I think so, because yeah. it fucking hurt. So I was gonna say that gotta yeah. hurt coming out. Uh yeah, it did actually. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, jumping into the interview. Age, location, occupation. Yeah, so I'm 26. My location is San Diego. Yeah, I'm a SD baby. Um, and then occupation. Um I work for a company. I don't know if I can say it because I, you know, I don't want them to be like a really pronounced pronoun. I work for a really big tech company. We manufacture a lot of things, um, and uh, I feel like you can put two two together if you find my Instagram and be like, ah, let's just say I'm a big consumer of their products, particularly my photography work. So. I'll just leave that in. Yeah. Also, he's a photographer. Oh yeah, yeah. Do photography. I, I told him that. Yeah, you can follow me at Nano Photography ninety seven. Um, I've been doing it for uh, for quite a while, and actually, my first model was Miranda. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. When I first started, and I needed practice. Miranda was like, "I'm fucking dead, bro," and I'm like, "Yeah." So and we went to the beach, and I was drunk. Yeah, that's, shocker. <laughs> we both were actually. So yeah. I was drinking black coffee and vodka. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And, and I like almost ate shit when we were on the hike. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> Dude, I need to be on your level real quick. And I think I only did the vodka because I think if I did the coffee, my stomach would hurt. And then, we would, and then you introduced me to Crack Shack, which is actually such a good fucking place. Yeah. And I go there almost daily. I'm not daily, but like that's I, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like a eight piece is like forty two dollars or something like that. It's so, insane. But no, oh my God, now you say that my my brain just opened up another like storage space of what, those times you were doing that. I know. Yeah, that, We've that been was, friends for a while now. Yeah, I think almost. A, Almost a decade. How did we meet? Actually, yeah, we met because uh, we, I wasn't working there. I actually left, but we would walk into each other. Uh, we worked at the same grocery store. Fuck that uh, place. Yeah, fuck that place. Um, <laughs> and then I think you and I were talking about, I think I was just coming out from the gym and we were talking about yoga. 
And then you were like, we should do it one day, which we never did. I'll tell you that no. we never did yoga together, no. but we ended up hanging out one time at the beach. Um, and that was also like the first time, like, I was like, oh my God, this person's like, we can get drunk together and stuff. Cause we were drinking champagne out of a flask. And then after that, I think we were also bar hopping th- later that night. I don't remember much. Um, but I mean, that's, that's what happens when you. I don't remember either, but yeah. I do remember being drunk at the beach that day. Yeah. Yeah. But, we were both there, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember actually, yeah. It, I remember being like kind of tipsy at that beach, and um, I met your friend at that time too, and stuff. And we were just kind of like, I think we were all, yeah, we were all drunk actually. I actually don't remember the rest of the day, so mm-hmm. if that says anything. And I'd say from then on, most of our hangouts <laughs> did involve either drinking or smoking. Yeah. Um, I don't. That was just the thing to do. I, I think so. That I th- was just how people hung out yeah and it's funny you say that because i feel like that's still happening with a lot of friendships where it has to be part of that Mm -hmm. and um i think for us like it was like not the core but like that was the only reason why we kind of started hanging out was because we'd talk about like the things we did and the stuff we smoked and stuff like that um and i think that that's caused us to like still hang out because i think every time we did hang out like there was alcohol involved no matter what Mm -hmm. or we too because we would pull to the side off the coast highway and just smoke weed and watch the the sunset sometimes like it was a yeah, little real gay yeah. we were like just sitting there like just two two lesbians <laughs> we were both single so we're like we could do cute shit together yeah that's fine yeah we, fine. Did, we did we did it's we, platonic yeah we did do kids like yeah i remember like the boo basket i brought you Yo, one yeah but, but he bought me a boo basket like a little dollar tree bucket that had a beer in it and two tall boys and like candy in there it was so sweet yeah it was good that was Yo. a good time <laughs> i'm so dead but uh yeah you were always a real one. Anytime that I was going through trouble, too, you were there for me, which I greatly appreciate. You know, I, I feel you. like I feel like at some points I was like, not seems like a calling, but it was like, oh, no, I have to be there, you know? Because mm-hmm. I feel like what some people, like, I love a lot of my friends, but when they have a hard time, I'm like, you know, um, I'll, I'll text you when you're okay, you know? But, like, for you, I'd be like, I'll be there, don't worry, you yeah. know? So I also had your location. So, like, mm-hmm. even if you were, like, kind of drunk and you're like, when you need to come pick me up, like, I, I'm glad I had that because I was like, okay, just stay where you're at. Don't move and stuff. Yeah. But I was able to still follow you wherever you went in San Diego, so. You're the best. Yeah, I'm trying to do my best. You're the best, too. Love you. <laughs> Love you. All right. Oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> okay, what was your childhood like? My childhood? Well, um, I mean, I grew up with, like, you know, five siblings. Um, my mom was divorced. Um and so we, I, I guess you would say, like, now as I got older, I realized there was trauma because it, divorce itself is traumatic and a lot of people don't recognize it, um, especially for younger kids. Um, I would say it was fun, but there were times where, you know, you can just sense that. And like the more I look back at it, I can sense that there were times it was just hard because my mom was trying to take care of all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, my biological father wasn't really like supportive and he claimed he was, but then I realized now like he wasn't. And so, it, there were times where it was hard and there were times where I realized like, you know, it was hard for my mom to do it and financially. Um, so there were just, there was things I feel like I missed out, you know, because I couldn't do it. And I was also the last of my family. So like I couldn't do sports cause my mom was too busy working. You know, my other sis, my older siblings, older siblings did it, but like my mom realized like, Oh, I can't do that anymore because she did one time get fired from her job because she took too much time off to go, take her kids to school, take them to practice and all that stuff. And the manager at the time was like, we need somebody to be here 24 yeah. seven, even though she had an assistant. Like it was just, it was important for her to be there 
That's so um, hard with that many kids. Yeah. All on your own. And she tried to explain it and they were just like, sorry, like you need to find a better way. So, um, but I, it's also like a blessing because that she found another company that hired her and that caused us to actually trickle down to San Diego, which I feel like this is my hometown. Yep. Uh, Cause I grew up here and, um, when did you guys move? You were like five, right? No, I was Something 10. Like oh, yeah. just kidding. Yeah, I moved here when I was like 10 years old. But before that, it was like Riverside, Marietta, Whittier and stuff like that. So we were moved around a lot. Um, and then we, so I was here for, since I was 10. Yeah. And like, it's still the same story. You know, like my mom was trying to do her best to make sure that we had everything. But I personally felt like because my sisters were so busy with sports, it took a toll on her in terms of like going at the job. So I felt like, let me be easy. And the only thing I did was go to school, you know, um, and try not to get much in trouble, even though I kind of did. But, you know, like not too crazy of a trouble, but um, I feel like it was good. But there were times where I feel like I missed out on opportunities because of my mom trying to take care of all of us, you know. Um, and I feel like I'm making up now, like uh, going to prom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I, I it, it was there were times where it was rough, but I think we didn't recognize it as much. We yeah. tried to like swallow it down and push through. I feel like that's how I take life now. Is just be like, it's hard right now, but it'll get better. Yeah. In your family, did you ever see any alcoholism? Um, in my dad, uh, yes. Because every time we would go, and my mom always lectured him. She goes, when you take, like, when he would come visit us, take us to the movies, um, she's like, please don't drink. She's like, you have your kids with you. And then he's like, whoa, whoa blah, blah, blah. And uh, in his cooler, there was always beer and stuff. Oh. And... Um, you know, he would always, you know, like try to be like, who wants some kind of thing? And like, but a lot of us were kind of like, oh, I don't know. Cause like we were like, we didn't want to make my mom upset. Yep. Um, so my dad would always like try to find a way to bring beer. You know, when he would come hang out with us at our, at our place, he would always be like, make sure there's beer there. Like it was a necessity for it to have beer there. So um, you think he's definitely an alcoholic then? I think so because he did have an incident where he got really drunk and dived in the shallow end of the pool and hit his head really hard Shit. that I believe, I don't want to say broke his neck, but fractured it where he has like a metal plate. So when he looks up, you can see the plate push out. Fuck. And um, I remember that day when it happened and um, it's kind of sucked because I feel like I didn't have remorse for it. I yeah. was like, in my, I remember one of my sisters, because one of my sisters is actually pretty close to them. She was like, it's a life or death situation. And then part of me was like, that was his choice, though. Like, he could have yeah. he could have been smart about that, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, how did you feel seeing that in him? I, I think I was more resent, like, really big resentment. Because it was like, you know, these are these are the consequences of your actions, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like as a young kid, I was actually more mature and, like, had a lot of realization of, like, this is, this is what you did on your own. Yeah. Um, my mom didn't drink as much. Uh, my mom was always very, I wouldn't say like very strict, but she would like kind of give us a hard time if we were caught drinking. Mm. But she did have BJ coolers, wine coolers all the time mm. in her fridge. And that was her thing. Um, so it was just so funny because like I, I tell people about it and they're like, what the fuck? Like, what is that? I was like, dude, no, it was a thing. I was like, Google it. It's like these weird glass lava lamp bottle looking things. And they were like, the colors look radioactive. Like, <laughs> and, like and my mom used to drink them a lot. But she was also not like a heavy drinker. Mm. She rarely drinks. Even now, she still rarely drinks. You know. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her drink. Yeah, like she'll have like a beer or two, and then that's it. You know. Um, even when we would go up to East LA because we had family friends up there and go to parties, she would have like one or two beers because obviously she had to drive us home. Um, and she would have she would have a space out, and then that was it. You know. She, and even though like some of like, her family friends were like. Do you have a shot, Bob? She's like, no, I have to drive home. So my mom was very responsible and stuff. Yeah. When she was home with us, that home, she would get not wine drunk, but she would get a little tipsy off her wine and stuff. And 
But I think as she got older and we got older, I think she stopped. She doesn't drink as much. Um, I think she rarely drinks, actually. Uh, well, the only time it happens is, like, maybe on holidays. And, like, that's, what, every fucking six months or something like that? Um, so it was around because of parties. And it's, like, Latino families. Like, it's cust not customs, but it's, a, I guess so it is a tradition for, like, people to start drinking at a young age. So Definitely. some of those L.A. parties, you know, like, you know, my sisters who were much older than me had a beer or two. My mom didn't really trip about it because it was at a party, a family party. Nobody was going to narc. Um, so it was present, but I think alcoholism didn't affect my mom. It affected my dad. And I had uncles who struggled with it too because, like, they get so drunk and they would do stupid shit and we would see it. Um, actually, I would say, like, one uncle would, was very, very, he, he, like, had, like, just a bad history and he was addicted to a lot of things. So it definitely uh, runs in the family on both I would, sides. Yeah, I would say it runs in the family. Um, I think it comes down to now, like, they, my uncles who are on my mom's side actually have a realization of, like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this. Because uh, they end up, like, reducing their drinking. Um, but because they know they have stories of being just really temperamental while being drunk and stuff. So, And then my, I never met my dad's brothers and stuff. But... Um, you know, I would hear stories from them of them getting into fights and getting arrested and stuff like that. So I was just like, great. That's... So how did you behave when you first got drunk? I think I'm more of a, it depends actually what, what I'm drinking though. If I'm drinking whiskey, I get really emotional. I mean, I went through an array of emotions. Yeah. Any time. It wasn't like one specific alcohol mm. made me feel one certain way. It's like all of them made me a little bit crazy. Yeah. And I, and I think it's like, for me, it was always different. Like if it was something brown, I would always feel emotional, mm -hmm. very in depth. And like, I'd be like, not crying, but I'd be like, I fucking love you. Oh my God. When it was anything clear, like tequila or vodka. Oh, dude, I was energetic for some reason. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, let's do this, you know? Um, beer. Took a while for me to get drunk off a of beer, um, but I'd be so sleepy off beer. I just wanted to fall asleep so much, and yeah. it made me feel heavy. Um, and so, like, and I think it's funny because I tell people this, and they, they think I'm lying, but I've never had a hangover before, even though like I drank a what? lot. Yeah, I drank a lot, and I never had a hangover. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I don't know why. I think it was because I'm a heavier guy, and I think it just Maybe. affected me as much, or it didn't affect me as much. So. I know there were times like you know my uh, my wonderful girlfriend Maggie. Um, we went to her cousin's shout out Mags. Shout out Mags. We went to her cousin's wedding and I was swinging drinks back and forth. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's gonna wake up with a hangover." Woke up the next day at like five, like six a.m. and I was like, "Let's get the day going," you know. That's insane. Um, and but I also it didn't encourage me to drink more because I think it's like um, I was like, oh, I should just be really steady my pace," you know. I was going to say, I wonder if we were to do an experiment of, because obviously it sounds like you are not an alcoholic, even though you have it in your family and that's a high possibility of yeah. having it affect you. You saw the negative effects from yeah. your dad and you just didn't dive into it, which is great. Mm -hmm. I went the opposite route. But I wonder if it's that you don't get hangovers or if you've never drank to the extent where you should be getting sick. Yeah. Like, do you just have that personal cutoff in your head where you're like, I'm good? Or is it like, yeah, you're just Superman? <laughs> I think it's like both. Um, <laughs> but I think I had a personal, like, I had a conscience in my head, like being like, mm, you should be, okay. you should stop now. Because yeah. I, I loved, not gonna say loved, I enjoyed when I was like feeling that tipsy, that drunkness vibe. But I didn't want to get to the verge of blacking out. Because yeah. um, there's, it's it's like kind of like ironic because I'm always like, let things happen and you, you can't control everything. I don't like not being able to control myself. Yeah. So that's why I was very like, I don't want to get blacked out. And then someone tell me like, bro, you did some crazy shit when you were blacked out. 
So I think I always had a conscience in my mind, be like, that's it and stuff. And then I would start chugging water and then like or ordering fast food to get myself sober. You're probably the only friend that I have that has never taken their drinking to an extent where they're like blacked out. Yeah, out, I, I, I've i seen it happen to some of my friends. I've seen it happen where they get in car accidents and like it's like not a fear, but it's just something like you don't want to do yeah. deal with. Um, And I've heard stories and I'm just kind of like, I don't want to do that and stuff. And I was like, I. I can make these choices and these and you know getting a DUI does have it can affect your life you know so I've always like mm, I'm good I also like I mean I did have a scenario where I, I should have not driven uh, but I made it home safely and stuff um, but that's just like you know that was my one moment where I was like this was fucking dumb of you like you should have not done that like luckily you didn't hit anyone you didn't crash but I knew myself was incapable of driving so I, I feel like my, my, I always have that conscience always telling me like, don't like, you should stop now. No. How did being drunk make you feel? Mm, I liked it. Like, I liked that feeling, but then I realized like I had a realization, I think maybe a couple years ago, actually. Um, and it's not like super like long ago. I think like maybe three years ago, four years ago. Um, I realized that I shouldn't rely on this to feel happy or feel very like charismatic because uh, I know sober, I'm a social person, and I don't need it to be social. Um, so at moments I did like it, but then you know, you know, jumping to Lauren's episode when she talked about where she like had the horrible like upset stomach and the shits. Uh, I hated the after effect of it because I remember like waking up the next day, I felt super constipated and all that stuff. So like, first time getting drunk, oh my god, this was amazing. Now getting not drunk later on and having the after effects later tomorrow, where I'm waking up and I'm like, dude, I need like fucking um like a pet mabismo or tums and stuff like that um i realized now i'm like i don't want that anymore and it sucks i also um i like sugary things uh so like any sugary drinks give me the worst headaches mm -hmm. and i don't like that anymore so literally like i'm just like no like um but i do remember the first time getting drunk i was it was 13 and stuff i was at a house show like so a, it was a concert and i remember getting like pretty feeling the first like being drunk because somebody brought gave it to you it was one of my friends he had a water bottle full of his dad's vodka oh, God. and uh water that's also also the same time vodka. i smoked weed too <gasps> so i was crossfaded and uh i was like i'm glad the show was like it didn't end till midnight and my mom was cool about it uh about me staying that late but like we walked to sonics we got food i had to sober up really fast but uh, at that moment, I was like, this is feeling great and stuff. But then, like, the next day, I was like, I feel like shit. And I hate, like, I hated feeling like shit. My mom was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, oh, I think I'm just sick, you know? And she was like, okay, cool. And, like, I just slept the entire day, you wow. know? So. so you instantly felt that, like, shitty feeling. Of yeah. Like, this isn't for Yeah. Me. But I wouldn't classify as a hangover because my head wasn't pounding. I just mm -hmm. felt sick. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I didn't like that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that was, that was, like, the first time. Well, I would classify him as a normie, so <laughs> that was fine. Um, so being my friend, how did you feel about seeing my partying progress? I think at first I was like, fuck yeah, somebody's on my level. Let's do it. Like I was like thrilled about it. But I think as we got older, the more I was realizing, I was like, dude, like, like kind of chill out for a second um and i think it was also because like at my job i was opening a lot and like i so i had to wake up at 3 a.m so i mm -hmm. couldn't party with you as much and i think that my brain started to be like that's not really for you anymore yeah. you know when i used to close a lot i used to, or worked in the 
like afternoons, I text him like, "Yo, let's get drunk. Let's go. Let's go to the bar. Let's go do something." And I was also single at the same time, so I was like, "Let's see who we can pick up." And in reality, we never picked up each other because we would always like never pick. Yeah, up yeah. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. I was so socially awkward. It just we would just sit with each other and stuff. Yeah. Be like, "Well, let's get another beer." <laughs> yeah, we would talk. We we also knew a lot of people. We had the same mutual people, so there was yeah. a lot of gossiping, a lot of secret telling. We went to the same high school, but yeah. I'm a couple years older, so what. Like the grades, we know people. Yeah. <laughs> I would also mention, I forgot to mention this. You and I had a crush on the same person. And guess who got with her? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Not Ernesto. <laughs> That's okay. It's whatever. That was one of the first things we bonded over. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because I remember being like, we hung out one time. And I was like, hey, you know X? And you're like, yeah, I actually do know X. And then I was like, what do you mean you know X? And you're like. <laughs> and then you show me some like text messages and stuff like that and i was like i was like you son of a bitch and that's that's what i knew i was like i want to be friends with this person because i wasn't mad about that yeah. i was kind of like the fact because you also showed me things i was like uh but then i was kind of like whatever you know she pulls she, she pulls i'm not mad about that i'm not mad about that, about that you know uh, i also felt at that time when i was when i was single because i was i was really single when i was with you uh not like with you but hanging out with you yep um I think like a lot of my confidence because there were times where I'd be like, yo, check this out. And you like, did you ask for that? And I was like, no, no, no. It just randomly came up. I think a lot of my confidence stemmed off from you and it came into me. And then I was like, I'm the shit and stuff. And I think that's when my head got bigger because we were hanging out too much. And I was like, I'm the fucking shit. I still do that now, but like respectfully, you know? (laughs) But um, yeah, no, for a while, like, it was like, you, you were young. I think I was like, I was barely 19. I was, you, yeah, 21. You're 21, yeah. And you were also recently single, too, at the same time. Yeah, I had just so, gotten out of that first relationship yeah. with my first girlfriend. And our, our goal was, like, to go hang out, go out. Even though I was 19, I was still getting, I mean, I, when I was 19, I looked like I was 27. Yeah, you had a full beard. You had looked a full, so much yeah. older than me, so and, you never got carded, <laughs> <yeah>. ever. <laughs> so we would just go out and get drinks and stuff like that. And the days that I, I was kind of going to get carded, I'd be like, fuck, I forgot my ID. And sometimes the bartender would be like, that's fine. You, you look old enough. And some were like, sorry, I can't serve you. But um, we were just like, yo, like, this is what our life is now. Let's party. And we had, like, we were like, let's party, party, party all the time, you know? Um, but then I, like, I think as time got forward and I got, like, a little bit more serious my job and stuff, um, I think it, like, I want to say it affected our, our friendship, but there were just times where I'm like, do we have to drink? Like, I remember that saying to myself, but I'm such a people pleaser that I was like, okay, well, we can go have a beer or two or something like that. Um, and actually, we, we were just talking about this the before you left your cruise to Hawaii and I was talking to you about someone. You told me, like, I don't care about them. I don't want to know about them. Like, can you please stop talking about them? Um, I didn't really take that as me being like, I didn't ever saw it as like, wow, this fucking bitch. Like, how, why would she talk to me like that? I was kind of like, Oh, okay, cool, for sure. And then I remember being like, we're still getting ramen, you know? But, um, and I thought, like, was this, like, the end of our friendship? Like, were you really, like, yo, fuck this guy, I don't want to talk to him anymore? Yeah. But that night, you were also, like, partying with two people, and I and I saw how much, like, you were drinking. It was and, hammered. I don't remember any yeah. of this. He just told me this, and I feel so, so bad. Yeah. But the thing is, like, at the same time, like, for some people, and we've had this conversation where some people would be, like, don't want to talk to you. I don't want to associate with you anymore. I think at my at me, I was like, let's just have a break because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just abandon you. You made a mistake. You know, people make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Um, and then he Snapchat me randomly while you were working on that cruise ship, and I was like, oh, I think we're good. I think. 
And I was like, yeah, I didn't even yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, how's everything going? And you're like, you talk to me normally. And I was like, okay, cool. But I, I feel like it was something I just dropped and I forgot about it, you know? Um, yeah. And I did. Like, I, I gossiped about that thing because I was so confused. I was confused at that time. Um, and then, you know, I was just kind of like, I think we're back to normal. And you came back and we were just back to normal. And then yeah. you were still, you, you were still obviously drinking and stuff. And, oh, God, that's yeah. got so much worse. Yeah. I think at that same time, I was, 2020 was yeah. a rough one. <laughs> I think at that time, I like, it, it was one of those things where like, do I have to have like an intervention? Like, it was like, and cause part of me was also thinking like, am I the only person that can like talk you through it? But then I also didn't want you to get, like, I was so afraid for you to get mad at me because yeah. During interventions, people do get mad at someone who's trying to like, hey, let me help you. Yeah. Uh, so I think I was like afraid of losing you because I was like, I don't want to make her mad at me because I'm trying to tell her like, you probably need to slow down, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think like at that time, I was like, like it was kind of like walking on thin ice. And that's why like a lot of people like, like one, the, the, like one friend I talked about that scenario, she was like, why are you still friends with her? And like, I can't tell them personally and be like, I feel like I need to be here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, not saying it was my responsibility, but, like, I feel like you needed a support system at the time. And some people, like, instantly cut you off. And nobody was being supportive. You know, some of the, most of them were being enablers. And I just felt like I had to be there to be like, well, let's just have a chill day. Let's just go get sandwiches. Let's let's go to let's go to church or something. Like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we never went to church. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I guess for anybody listening that maybe their friend is going through something, what would you suggest? I think having that conversation with them, yeah. it's going to suck because I know half the time they're going to be like, I don't have a fucking problem. And that's the hard part is accepting that you do have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for people who are going through that, like it sit down with them, actually have an intervention, get like their family members. If they're still close with their family members, yeah. get their partner, you know, who, who are going through it. Um, because I feel like there are just moments where you're going to have to do it. And some people are scared to do it. I was scared to do it. I mean, I'm glad like you had someone like Lauren who helped you and stuff. And, and, and I feel like you had a realization like you can't do this anymore because you've seen the negative uh, side effects of it. Um, and I, I just I think for me, for the advice I would give is just actually tell them. And if you lose a friendship with that, like it's going to suck. But like you're you're doing your best, Definitely. you know, because um, yeah. I know two people who dabbled into drugs and both of them are dead now. Um oh. So, and it sucks because one of them was like, they were both two good people. Like, um, and one of them was like really least expected because you didn't think, we all didn't think he was doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did like Molly or something at EDC and then um, he like kind of overdosed and they couldn't save him because his body was overheating and his like organs started failing. Oh, man. And that, I think that hit everybody like who was, cause he was the same grade as me. I think that hit everyone. Um, and I think that's when a lot of like the people in my grade were kind of like, I don't want to do hard drugs anymore. They still drink, which I feel like they should also cut that off. But I think that's when they were like, I don't want to do hard drugs anymore and stuff. Cause I feel like it affected a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you are dating, as we said, the lovely, beautiful Maggie. Mm-hmm. She is also sober. Correct. So when you guys first started dating, what did you think about that? Did, was she like up front right away? No, she wasn't really up front right away. Our first few dates, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, our first few dates, she wasn't up front right away. I think it was when we were got more serious. She told me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really questioned it, you know, because at that point, <clears throat> sorry, um, at that point, I was like in my phase of like, I don't really want to drink as much because it costs a lot of money. And, you know, cocktails are like 14 bucks. I'm like, dude, I can use that $14 for an appetizer. Like, no. <laughs> the financial <laughs> yeah, decision. Yeah. Um, 
And I first like I didn't know about it until later as we got as we started dating. Um, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Like that because that that takes a lot of time to get to, you know, and it takes a lot of willpower. Um, and at first I was like thinking to myself, like, oh God, like, you know, cause I still casually drink. Like, is she going to be okay with that? Like, so I was nervous, you know, cause I actually really did like her from the first like two dates. I remember and, you telling me yeah. about her. I was like, and, oh, she's yeah, so cute. Yeah. And I was like, and that's like, I'm very picky about my people who I talk to. And like, oh well, yeah. yeah. It is a process yeah. for you on Tinder. I yeah. used to swipe for you. Yeah. And so <laughs> when I like saw her, I swiped like right instantly. And then we hit it off and I was so willing to like go on a date with her. But, um, yeah, I was, I was, when she told me about it, I was kind of like scared. I'm like, oh God, like, would, would she think I'm not like, am I going to cause a problem? Am I going to cause an issue? Like, it, cause, and at the time, like I wasn't drinking a lot. Like I would have a drink maybe once or twice a month and stuff. Um, so I was scared. I was like, oh my God, like, what if she, like, I thought it was cool. Like, uh, you know, I'm so proud of her for it and stuff. But then I was also like, what if she doesn't want to be with me because I drink? So I was like scared. I'm like, the one person I really like is going to be like, Nah, because I drink and stuff. But uh, no, she accepted it. She's like, she's like, oh no, no. Like she's like, you can do it and stuff. And I think also on her end, and I can't. She, she can say it for herself. I think she realized like, oh, he doesn't have a problem. He casually drinks, you know. Um, even when I moved out there, um, dude, like I, I don't drink as much, you know. So, um, so I was afraid at first, but then, and I remember texting people. I'm like, hey, like, what do you think of this? Blah blah. Like, do you think it'll be a problem? And some people were just like maybe but then everyone else was like no i think you can do it like you you, you should try it and see what happens and then they did and it's, it's been a great two years actually yeah. so uh like i said scared at first but i was like now it's good <laughs> yes definitely so how do you support her sobriety um i'm trying to think because she's she's when i met her she had three years i believe mm -hmm. um so she already had support from her family so like my support was like not bring that in the house yeah um uh, and I like I also feel like with her, I my drinking reduced like instantly because yeah. I didn't want to be drinking in front of her, even though she said it was OK. I just didn't want to because I wanted to do it in a side of respect, you know, um, even at family gatherings at her parents place. They're like, oh, there's a beer in the fridge. If you want it, I'd have one. But that's about it. You know, um, so I try my best to like, you know, I guess I mean, I feel like I try my best to be supportive and understand and, you know, listen to her stories and, you know, you know, like get be, be like understanding about it you know um and i also like i feel like mm, i feel like she's one of the reasons why i stopped smoking weed um another reason was because i had a really bad fucking like crossfade one time on my birthday and i hated that i did not like the way i felt so i was like no more of that um uh, but i think because i didn't want that around her as well like i, I felt like it I'd, I'd be setting a bad example mm -hmm. um i just gave that up quick completely you know um I like casually drink. I think I only drink maybe like once a week. Well, not even once a week. Actually, the last three weeks I haven't drank. So, um, so I try to be supportive as best as I can. Um, I try not to be like, oh, I need an alcohol drink right now. I, I'm just like, well, no, I'll just cope through my stress like the best way I could, like exercise and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's like the way I can support her. She's such a tough cookie, though. So she that's why I'm like, do you really need me? I think you're good. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, how has your drinking changed? Well, obviously, drastically. Right? Yeah, drastically. I I used to drink a lot. I was also really depressed. Um, so I was using that to cope with my like depression, which was a bad way to do it. Yep, this was way before I was going to therapy. So like, I was like, let me I'm so sad. Let me get drunk, which was also a bad idea. Because then I'm like texting someone that like who wronged me and being like, I love you. Mm -hmm. Let's be something. But I was like, no. 
you know. And, alcohol uh, is a depressant, mm-hmm. so when you drink it when you're sad, you just get equally yeah. sad once that drunk is gone. Yeah. So I was also having really not so safe thoughts too. So mm-hmm. um, I think now how much I reduce, like I don't think. Uh, I mean, I still have like depression. It's not like I'm cured, you know. But I think my coping mechanisms have gotten way better. You know, if I feel super sad. I do things that are like kind of guilty pleasures, like I'll eat like a Sunday or something like that, or like watch a really good movie, or or I'll just go hang out with Maggie. Like I'll I'll, I'll have like Maggie and I will go do something together. We'll go like um, I don't know, do an activity that would take my mind off of depression. And if I am really like super depressed, and I think Maggie realizes when I have those moments, like I just I'll go and like watch a movie and be alone for like a good hour, yeah. and then I go and say like, hey Maggie, let's go do something. Um, I also feel way better. I don't have upset stomachs anymore. Um, I mean, I'm still working on my weight loss, but like I used to be much heavier when I was drinking a lot. Um, I sleep better now. Uh, the only thing that wakes me up is my cats because they're like feed me. And I'm like, that's fine. That's respectful. Um, and I think my, my mentality has gotten better. I also feel like I don't, I'm not saying I don't give a fuck anymore, but like when things go wrong, I'm just kind of like, okay, let's take a chill pill. Let's relax. Let's observe the situation and how we can tackle it. Um, cause back then I'd be like, well, I guess I'm fucking drinking, I'm panicking, I'm like overthinking everything. I still overthink, but like, it's not as bad as was when I was drinking a lot. Cause I was drinking almost like three times a day, you know, and that was a lot and stuff. And I was super depressed. Um, I also didn't have an appetite, so I had unhealthy eating, even though I'm a big boy, like you're like, what? Um, I was also eating a lot of fried food too. Cause that was the only thing that sounded good. Um, and but now I'm like I feel like I'm much better. Um, I also just feel like I don't I don't feel encouraged to drink when someone's like let's go get drinks. I'm like okay cool, but like I'll have one and that's it. Because yeah. I'm like I have to drive. I wanted yeah. to jump into how do you think therapy has helped you? Like what tools did you get from therapy from um, for people that are considering yeah. therapy as an option for getting sober? Um, I think it helped a lot because I think one of my biggest fear was, and it's stupid because I was like we should all accept failure because it happens. But I was, a, I was a worried that to fail and then spiral down and stuff. Uh, and my therapist at the time, she explained to me the concept of failure, how it happens to everyone. It's a, a process of life. Like we cannot, we cannot ignore it, you know? Um, and, but then she taught me that she goes, when you do fail, do not go straight to drinking. She goes, find ways to like find around that problem, you know? Um, so when I would, f- if I fail at something, Rather than go straight to drinking, get super depressed, um, I become like an analytical thinker. Because that's who I am in my job. I have to think analytically. Um, and I start to think, like, where, 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 what in the situation went wrong and how can I fix it the next time I do it? So it's now having self-awareness. Understanding that, like, um, that you shouldn't use substance abuse to cope with your, your feelings of, like, low self-esteem and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, when it comes down to depression... You know, she taught me healthy methods to cope with it. Um, and she goes, find your guilty pleasures, whether it's watching a movie, eating something sweet, um, going for a walk and all that stuff. Um, I realized I implemented that more to my life. And I started, I think I was like working out so much because I was coping with a lot of things that I was like, I was pretty, I wasn't saying shred it, but I was like, I was, <laughs> that I, around that age, I, when I was doing a lot of healthy coping, coping, I was like, I'm so sexy, you know, <laughs> I'm so sexy now, but like, you know, um, and then I think one of the things was like, I didn't want to be like my dad and I work, I still now work hard to not be like him. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he drank a lot and I, and I feel like sometimes like, 
she helped me correlate the two. She was like, when you drink a lot, you kind of step yourself into that path of being like, um, so it, caught, it was like a hypnosis for me to s- reduce my drinking because I don't want to go in that direction. Because yeah. um, I also don't have like a good relationship with my father. It's not like I hate him. I just feel like I won't find the time of day to go hang out with him. Yeah. You know, he could have done that when I was 18 when like my mom says like, you're free to do whatever you want. Like he could have hit me. I'd be like, yo, come hang out. Um, I just feel like I didn't want to because I also just I like him hanging out with him means more drinking. Yeah. So I just kind of like I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of have that with my family because yeah. all they do is drink. And yeah, I've distanced myself from my parents and it's a little bit sad, but yeah. I feel a lot better not having those fights and mm. arguments and yeah. being around drinking. Yeah. No, and I, it's funny you say that because like I have a sibling that right now is on, I guess you would say is in was it bad waters with us right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and she used to drink a lot and she used to be an enabler drinking. Um, and so was her, her new wife. Um, ever since we kind of like, not, I want to say cut ties, but we just say, Hey, distance, you're doing, yeah. Di- yeah, we distance each other. We literally like me, my two sisters and my brother, we've been like, I want to say super happy, but we've, we've been spending more time with each other because yeah, we're a lot closer. Yeah. We're, we're a lot closer. We, we were almost like having like barbecues twice, two to three times a month. Mm-hmm. Um, when and, you guys weren't like that before. Yeah. We weren't yeah. like that. Cause I think we, we just didn't want to hang out with her and she yeah. would always be the one trying like, let's all hang out. And we would be like, Oh, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Um, and I would find any excuse to get it out of it. But now I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Like today we just, I was at my mom's house with my two sisters and we were having lunch together. And that's something like we used to not do back then. Now we're doing it now. And I think because with one of my sisters being sober uh, and the other one being pregnant right now, like we're not drinking. So we don't. Who both might be on this podcast eventually. Yeah. This actually might, my whole family was... might be on this. I'm just kidding. Yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maggie, <Monica>, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's. It's, it's crazy because like you, she made me realize that there are people who influence you and those and it sucks like to cut them out but like if they can't understand your boundaries then it's best to not have them part of your life yeah absolutely yeah. i would highly recommend that i sadly have had to cut out a shit ton of people but it if it protects my peace then yeah. it's necessary not me though <laughs> no you're a lifer gang, gang. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere <laughs> you're producing die. this podcast so you're stuck <laughs> but you're getting 20 percent so it's fine <laughs> yeah it's fine if we um, ever make money we'll see. we'll see hopefully buy our merch yeah <laughs> it's funny you say you said one of your episodes where you said you had a lot of friends when you started getting sober you said you had a lot of friends who i guess not cut you off but like stop hanging out with you because it, I'd say it was more me making that decision, but sometimes it was like we just wouldn't hit each other up for a yeah. long time and because all we would do is party. And yeah. so when I'm focusing on not partying and I don't reach out to them and they don't reach out to me, I'm like, okay, then we don't have yeah. anything to talk about. Like we're not friends if we can't just like go to a movie, go yeah. to lunch, go to the beach, you know? So I don't know. I think people come and go, but in... My toxic eras, I had a lot of toxic people around me. In my healthy eras, I'm making a bunch of healthy friends, but the healthy friendships that I did have are thriving. So Yeah. Well, no, because I was going to say that, uh, how, and I totally understand that because I think I had the same similar situation when I, like, cut my drinking off and stuff or reduced it to, like, super to the max Mm -hmm. where some people I don't hang out with anymore because, like, the only time I was able to hang out with them was to get a beer. And you were saying, like, how, like, you mentioned it to you're like oh you're one of the few people who didn't like feel like we couldn't hang out anymore because i feel like now we're both at the age where we're also both in serious relationships and you know 
I think you and I are both in that era where we realize our own growth and some people won't. So mm -hmm. for people who are, I guess you were dealing with that situation, like, and it goes back to boundaries is to understand you have your boundaries. It's okay to have those boundaries. And if you lose some in the process, that's fine. You know, that's part of life, you know? Um, and I think it goes back to what I was saying, where even though if we were to ever get in a fight, I would still like, I would give us our space and then like we would come back because I feel like before Lauren, you didn't have a support system. And I try my best to be your support system because it's hard to find these days. Um, and when you would say stuff like, I remember, cause there were times where you would to get, trying to get sober and you're like, I want to be sober. And I'm like, cool, we can do that. Yeah. I did try a couple times. Yeah. There were like spurts where I would go like a month or two sober yeah. and then I would make up for lost time and yeah. go hard <laughs> as fuck that yeah. first day back. So it yeah. is a struggle to stick with sobriety. Yeah. Definitely. With a hundred percent. And I think that's why I felt like we're such lifers. Cause when you were saying it. I think a lot of people were like, dude, that's so dumb. And I think I was the only one who was like, because at the time we were hanging out with a lot of people who were saying that. I think I was the only one who was like, no, I think that's fine. Like, we can still hang out. Like, we can, it's literally, a, it's, they serve food here. And people were like, they do? I'm like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> you know, shout out Vista Village Pub and their bacon fries. Oh, I miss those fries so <sighs> Me too. much. I thought gosh. about them the other night. But I did so much cocaine in that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Those stalls, yeah. oh, they've seen plenty of my nostrils. Yeah, they say if you actually, <laughs> if you scrape the, the counter sink at Vista Village Pub, cocaine comes off. So <laughs> You see my ghost yeah. in there? <laughs> she and to go, don't do it. All over Vista Village. We went to Yellow Deli the other day, and I we were parked in front of Belching Beaver, and I was like, I used to get fucked up in that yard so many times. Mm. Disgusting. Yeah. Such hood rats just running around all those places. Yeah. Shout out Mother Earth. That's where I Rest first started drinking um, when I was underage. Same. Because you go up to the bar, somebody gets your drink, and then there's a whole crowd of people. They're yeah. never going to be able to ID everybody. We also knew one of the brewers, too. Yeah. So he, and then he, they recognized us from us knowing him. So he, yeah. they didn't record us at all. No. So, but they were also across the street from Urban Pizza, which was fire. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to that one time I spent what forty bucks on a pizza because this really hot blonde was like, "Oh my god, like I want pizza too." And I was like, "We can get pizza." <laughs> and then I, the guy was like, "Your total is forty two fifty." And I was like, "Here you go." And she goes, "I'm so ready for this pizza." And he looked at me you're like, "I didn't even get none that day." So an L for me that day. So. I mean, gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Was it L though? That pizza was fucking good though. So I just. Yeah. That out there, so. Shout out Urban Pizza. Beep, beep. There's one down here now too. Um, there's one in. There's a couple, uh, yeah. There's one in Solana too, and I'm, I've been aching to order from them, but I'm like, fuck, thirty bucks for a pizza? I don't know about that right now. It's crazy. I'll just yeah. go get the one from Seven Eleven. I'm just kidding. Best pizza in Brood. <laughs> that one's. I do like Seven Eleven pizza too. That's probably the most <laughs> trash thing that's ever come out of my mouth. But Seven Eleven pizza. That's okay, sometimes. dude. I used I used to eat AM PM hamburgers back then, so you're good on that. You're good on that. Um, um, for the people, what are some things that you do that don't involve alcohol? Oh, dude, I got a list. Well, what a, I'm a photographer. Can't be drunk during that. Yep. Even at weddings, no when they're like, I have a beer. I'm like, no, I'm not. Uh, I, I drop do a, my I do expensive a, ass camera. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of creative things like photography, videography, creating podcasts, producing people's podcasts. And I can't be drunk during those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, my my brunch podcast will have a cocktail, but it's usually like one or if we do have one, it's like a very mellow cocktail. Like it's not like three shots in there. We usually just do one and that's it. Mm. Uh, but lately we've been we've been kind of not drinking. So it's and, it, and we still have a funny episode. 
Um, what else? Uh, I like doing puzzles actually. So if Lauren doesn't gang, like doing, gang. yeah, if Lauren doesn't want to do one, I'll do one. Maggie does puzzles too, so we kind of. Maggie's the type though. She's kind of like, kind of like you, where she wants to do it herself, but yeah. then I'll come and like, can I help you? And she's like, yeah, sure, and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. But I also feel like I, I feel her energy. Like I just wanted to be me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but she appreciates that I do help out sometimes, and like I'm very detail oriented. So I'll see something like I'm like, oh, that piece goes here. And she's like, oh, I've been looking for that. So I, I help out in a way. Um, we take long walks on the beach because we're right down from there. Uh, yeah. We're right by the dog beach. So we see all the dogs. And it's, it's a good good uh, boost of serotonin. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Hanging I, out with pets. Yeah. That's one of my favorite yeah. hobbies by far. Um, I, I, I just... I always do anything creative. I, I feel like that's why... That's like my, my passion is to be creative. Um, and if you were drinking, you would not mm-hmm. have a problem with all I've, that you have. Yeah, because I've edit drunk and the photos fucking suck. <laughs> I've done photo shoots drunk and I'm like, this sucks, dude. Uh, what else? Escape rooms? Oh my god, Megan, I love escape rooms. We're, I, I'm I just, not a fan. I think I have too much claustrophobia. Oh my god, for that. dude. No, I, we, I just sent her, before it. we did this, I sent her a link to an escape room and I was like, when you come back, we'll do it. And she's like, down. Um, what else? I mean, I, I love hanging out with people and I like to do my best to not involve alcohol. I'm a big coffee enthusiast, so I love going to coffee shops with friends and stuff. That's how I stray away from going to bars. I'd be like, let's, this is a cute coffee shop in like Oceanside, let's go. And they're like, okay, cool. They're like, what if we go get drinks? I'm like, but like, they have matcha <laughs> and stuff. It's good. Um, what else? Um, I'm a big nerd, so I love reading comic books, playing games, and, um, and you can't really do that. You could, but like, it's just, it, you don't, you can't fulfill yourself inside them, you know. Yeah. Um, I go to the movies a lot. Maggie and I go to the movies a lot. We watch a lot of movies. Um, and then if I ever feel like, like if I get stressed, like this week has been stressful at work. Actually, that actually now that I think about it, as stressful as the last two weeks have been, not one sip of alcohol. Yeah, because I've been. I I'll go work out. Yeah. I'll, I'll, oh yeah, that's another thing. I work out. Uh, we I ride my Peloton for like an hour, or I'll go to the gym and lift. Um, and if I don't have the time to do that, I'll I'll go for like a good walk, like just to like fucking decompress, you know. Um, and if I feel lazy that day, I will bake or cook something because I love doing those too. Maggie's actually a better baker than I am, but I'll make food because there's it gives me that like you know like feeling when I eat something really good, you know. Yep. Um, and then spend time with you. So yeah, yeah. high that's fives it. all day. Hell yeah! I, yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, of course, more things are gonna pop up when I'm driving home, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. You know, we'll add it in later. Yeah. <laughs> just a list. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, you just see it like right here. <laughs> <clears throat> but it is helpful to let people know there are things that are fun to do that don't involve alcohol, and if you're struggling with realizing what <clears throat> it is you should be doing, I mean, just get some hobbies. Try yeah. something new. Make some new friends. Do something. Also, try your dinner without alcohol for like once. You'd be surprised whether or not it tastes good or it tastes really bad. Um, I know a lot of people who are like, who will die for a restaurant. And I'm like, that place fucking sucks. And they're like, no, it's really good. Have you had it sober? Um, I'm like, yeah, that's my fucking thought. Like, there's a restaurant. I forgot somebody said it was like, oh, it's such a good restaurant. I was like, no, their food sucks. Their pasta sauce is watered down. Oh, I was like, have you been there sober? Like, have you have you eaten their food when you had no sip of alcohol in your body? Oh, no, no. And I'm like, that's why. It's right. like, trust me. Like, that's why I, I enjoy food much better. I, sh- I should be cautious of what I'm eating. So, because, like, I should be cutting weight. But, like, dude, I'd be, I'd be going places. I'm like, this is so fucking good. It's whatever makes your heart happy. I have binged 
sweets mostly since going sober like no fucking other like <laughs> for the first two yeah. three months i think it was like an everyday occurrence where i was like well i didn't drink today i deserve a treat yeah no i get that when lauren was like hey you want a cookie i was like yeah i want a cookie yeah. are you fucking kidding me these are yeah. good chocolate chip cookies yeah yeah or they, oh, dude i've been craving a sunday lately too I know you mentioned yeah, that earlier. That sounds so good. good. When we were over there, I was like, "Do you want to go to Pepper Tree?" I wish we would have. <laughs> Shout out Pepper Tree. That was Not one of Pepper my first Tree. jobs. Yeah. Shitty little place that had like bugs in the ice cream machine. But, <laughs> but it was so you know, good. <laughs> it's great still. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's a cockroach in here, but oh, no. not gonna ruin my milkshake. Get that out. <laughs> well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. Thank you, Ernesto. No, thank you for having me. Coming on the other side of the recording yeah. setup. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I like how I was like, thank you for having me, even though I've been like on each episode yeah, already. You, so. You're here no matter what. Yeah, you hear my voice in the background when I'm calling, calling out something. So. Yeah, you'll hear but, his chuckle in the back. <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on this episode. Thank you. Know? You already know I'll be like 100% support no matter what. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah, high five for that. Yeah. <laughs> So if you like this episode, like, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all the fun stuff. Oh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns that you would like us to answer on here, you can email wehaveaaproblem at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Woo! Yeah, I, yeah. I was about